You're listening to The Winning Mind Podcast. I am Letitia D'Souza. I am a mindset coach and business strategist who has helped more than 1,200 people change their lives, their relationships, their businesses, and just win in life. There's a myriad of reasons why we're not winning in life. Most people don't really play to win. They play not to lose. And what winning really means is becoming a better version of yourself each and every day. We can do this together. Hey, beautiful people I love. How are you doing today? I pray that you are well. I am. I'm doing good. Y'all know the thing that actually gives me the most joy these days. Like, I have a lot that happens and goes on in my life and a lot of things that bring me joy. But the thing that brings me the most joy is is thinking about and envisioning my grand girl. Like, that just brings my heart so much joy because I'd be thinking about what what is life really for if it's not about legacy? You know what I mean? Like, like what 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 is it for? And so all of the money and things and pursuits and all of that, let's be clear, I'll still have those things. But my grand girl is just um the thought of my grand girl is just it just fills me with so much joy. I can remember telling one of my friends that I was going to Chicago to spend some time with my daughter and her husband and my granddaughter, and she was like what? She was like, uh, your granddaughter's not here yet. No, my granddaughter is very much here. She's very much alive. She's very much living. She's just not outside of her mother's womb yet. But I don't count her alive when I actually see her. We just have different perspectives. So when I say I'm going to spend time with them, I mean all three of them. So there's that. So that is something that is that just at the top of my joy list, like just makes my heart so happy. And you need those things in your life because, you know, I I say this quite often. I'm convinced that people are addicted to problems and people are addicted to seeing what's wrong and people are addicted to complaining. And sometimes people just don't stop and position themselves in a in a in a state and in a place of gratitude like I'm really thankful and grateful for my daughter and for my grandgirl and for my son I'm really thankful and grateful for peace of mind right some of y'all can't sleep at night some of y'all need something to go to sleep and something to wake up so it's it's a real flex when you have peace of mind for real I'm not talking about fake peace. I'm talking about when you really can have a sense of peace, right? A sense of joy and contentment. Because I think that so often we're in this pursuit of happiness, right? And happiness is conditional. It is situational. I don't always feel happy, right? I don't always feel happy. But I can have a sense of joy and contentment and peace even when I don't feel particularly happy. So some sometimes these pursuits and all of this outside influence that we take in, it'll have us just like chasing illusions and things that at the end of the day aren't really that important. So there's that. Let's see. So... <laughs> 
Let me tell y'all. Boldness and audacity is at an all-time high, okay? Now, if you happen to be listening to this podcast and you know I'm talking about you, I don't care. But let me tell y'all something. I had someone who got on my calendar and said that they wanted to speak about business strategy, right? Okay, great. I do that all day. Well, um, I've commented on something on Instagram because I really did like their content and I found it to be funny. And then they said, I have an event coming up and I would really love to you for you to speak at the event and I will promote you. So I had my assistant reach out. First, no, first I reached out because I want to get clear. Did you get on my calendar because you want a business strategy or because you wanted to talk to me about your event, right? Those, those are two very different things. And they didn't respond. So I had my assistant reach out to get clarification. And she's like, oh, yeah, I really, you know, I really did want um, her to, to speak at this event. And I told her, I said, grab the information about it because I'm, I'm just curious. But then she said, we can't pay. But I can't remember what the rest was after we can't pay because it was irrelevant. First and foremost, let's, first of all, if you can't pay for something, then you should be speaking at it yourself. Second of all, if you can't pay for something or if your real intention was to ask me to speak at the event, then you should have reached out to me directly and asked me for that. But don't get on my calendar and put all your information there to talk about business strategy if business strategy is not what you actually wanted to speak about. You see what I mean? See how people can be manipulative? Because I wouldn't have spoken at the event probably anyway. But the point is, I like direct asks and direct requests. So I told my assistant, cancel this appointment because there's no need for us to speak and I'm not doing this event. And so my assistant, she kind of sweet. She's like, oh, if there's another one, let us know. If there's another one, I'm still not doing it. I, I know you feel the need to be gracious. I don't. But she said, she said, and I might reach out in the future, you know, to talk business. Ma'am, this no, you're not. You're not my right fit person. You're you're not my right fit person because my right fit people don't operate like this, right? My best fit clients they don't operate like this. And so, where am I going with this? Let me tell you something. You don't realize sometimes that you put us. You operate in a certain spirit and in a certain way. You don't realize until it comes back to you that it's like, ooh, I need to stop doing that. So what I'm going to say to you is some of y'all coupon your way through life and you try to free your way through life and you look for everything free and you look for every little thing that you can piecemeal instead of figuring out how you can pay for the thing that you actually need to get whatever results it is that you are trying to get. Instead of trying to figure out how you can afford something, how you create the money for something, what you need to let go of so you can, you know, invest in something that you actually need. You try to bargain basement your way and coupon your way through life and think other people supposed to play with you in this whole scarcity mindset. Let me tell you what happens when you grow. I always tell y'all this, when you grow, you outgrow. 
I'm not fucking around with scarcity mindset people no more. Just because I was there before, I ain't there now. And so I don't have to deal, right? And so there's this, sometimes especially in the Black community, I find this a lot with Black women that, oh, you get me, you understand me. I I totally get you. I totally understand you. That has nothing to do with you having to pay me for my expertise. That has, the, the two have nothing to do with one another. I surely do get you and I surely do understand you, okay? But let me tell you what happens. Because I get you and because I understand you, okay? It's almost like this. Y'all ever seen the TV show Botched where uh, all of these people are going out and they're getting this plastic surgery and they get messed up and then they come to these doctors to undo what's been botched? And do you think that they're going to have to pay more money to the surgeons to undo somebody's mess or no, right? You're going to pay more money because now somebody got to undo something that's been done and help you fix it. Well, bitch, you botched. How about that? Okay? So I don't think y'all understand. You coming with your childhood trauma that you're still living with, right? The scarcity mindsets that you're still living with, unhealed uh abandonment and all of these other wounds. Then you have a business. This is showing up in your business. It's showing up in your relationships. It's showing up in your leadership. It's showing up in your sales. And so here I am partnering with you to say, okay, there is possibility here. Let's unbotch you so we can move forward dealing with all of this. And then you want to try and come and coupon me? You got to be out your damn mind. My daughter always says the bar is in hell. I'm like, what is lower than hell? Because the bar is absolutely in hell. And so this, this is where you have to be very, very careful. So I share experiences and things like that with y'all, you know, so you can see, yep, I was here. You can move through it. But the reason why I don't talk a lot about my problems to people is because I'm not a person who is going to stay stuck in whatever problem or challenge presents itself. I'm always moving through it, looking at how to move forward. But there is something that resonates with people when you start talking about problems and they start drawing, um, getting drawn to you like flies on shit. Because we love to problem bond and we love to trauma bond. And I'm like, no, that ain't going to be your end, right? So I'm going to give you an example. So in um, in 2009, 2008, 2009, when the real estate market crashed, right? My whole life felt like it crashed because that's when I I lost everything. But actually, that that was the beginning of coaching. That was like shedding a whole new uh, skin, right? And in the beginning of coaching, the beginning of a whole new world that I didn't even know existed. So it was really a blessing in disguise. It was really me needing to let go of things that I had been holding on, shouldn't have had all of those things, right? You, 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 you can see it in retrospect. So anyway, I was having a conversation and I was sharing with somebody that whatever your core wounds are, your core wounds are always with you. So They don't go away. Whatever your subconscious patterns are, they don't go away. But what happens is you just consciously create new patterns and new neural pathways in the brain so that when those fears, those insecurities, those things come up, you can recognize it like, oh, (laughs) my subconscious mind trying to play me again and you can move through it. So there was a thought that came up, right? And it said, 
you're going to lose everything again, just like you did in, in 2008. We've been here before, and I shared that with somebody, but I was sharing it just in the course of conversation. And that was a small part because a real pocket of fear had really arisen in my heart. And it was an irrational fear because there was not, and it only happens in times of transition and change and uncertainty, right? And I'm in one of those times of transition. So these things come up. So I was sharing this with somebody and because I'm talking through it and I'm moving through it. Well, the next week they bring it back up and was like, yeah, because you mentioned this, and I could really relate to that. And uh, I'm looking like, what? And I and I'm really worried about you. And then I said, you know what? This 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 is this is the very thing I'm talking about. So we're not about to bond over this moment that I had because I'm not in that place. I was moving through that place. But we're not about to bond here because your mindset lives in this place. Mine doesn't. And so it also lets me know that this is not a conversation that I can have with you if I'm going through things because we're not the same. Do you understand? And so sometimes how you are positioning yourself, you don't understand that you are really drawing to you more of the thing that you say that you don't want. This is why I tell y'all, Get away from the people who have your same problems. It doesn't mean necessarily that you have to leave the relationship, but you need to put distance between people and you that have this and have the same problems as you. You know how they say on average, you're going to be like the five people who are around you. Well, if you broke and the five people around you are broke, what 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 you going to get? You have a level of thinking around you that tolerates scarcity and lack. So your best bet would be to put distance between you and those people with your same problem and find somebody who does not have your problem and learn from them. But because we crave familiarity so much and because we want commonality, we will not disrupt our own patterns, right? Let me tell y'all, the people that I have been connecting with and connecting to we seemingly don't have a damn thing in common, right? We we don't have anything in common. And so we're not talking about the same cultural, familial problems and that kind of thing because I'm not trying to relate to you on that level because my mind is not on that level. I'm trying to tell y'all, there is a world, there is a world of people who, yeah, they know they got stuff to deal with, but that is not their focus. Their focus is on the work that they're doing in the world. And so things don't resonate with them that is just always talking about problems and stress and struggle and just like all of these things. Like that does not resonate with everybody when they get to a certain place. So let me tell you, let me tell y'all, there used to be a time, probably because I just didn't have no money, where... Every free resource, I was downloading the resource. I was on everybody's email list. I was getting every guide. I was getting every little thing that I could, right? In scarcity. Scarcity wants something for nothing. Let me tell you who I am today. If you offer me something free, unless it's a food sample at Costco, I'm about damn not going to take it because free is going to cost me something. Free too. Free is going to cost me time, number one. Free is also going to cost me energy and attention, 
but more than likely, free is not going to give me whatever it is that I need to do whatever I need to do. So I'm somebody who I'm not trying to coupon my way through life. If I see a solution, I'm going to pay the price for it. I'm not trying to bargain with people and tell people or ask people, why are you so expensive? Why are your prices so expensive? You know, people have asked me that. The question is, why is everybody else so cheap? That's that's the question you should be asking yourself. Not why am I so much? Why is everybody else so cheap? How is somebody doing transformative work with you in your mind, in your health, in your body, in your business, whatever it is that you are engaging them for, and it barely costs you anything? You know how? Because they don't value the work that they do. And I can guarantee you that when people are underpriced and undercharging, that they are struggling. And if you are struggling because you are undercharging and underpriced, you can't fully show up for the people that you are serving because your own need and your struggle is going to be at the back of your mind in your work, number one. Number two, you're going to compromise. You're going to compromise in some way. You're going to be working with people that you don't want to work just to get money in the door. It's, it, just, it just becomes a whole shit show. Listen, you can ask me questions about my prices all day. You can ask me questions if you have sticker shock. You can ask me questions all day. But don't try to come to me and get a bargain and and ask me if there's a discount code. Uh, The discount code is, bitch, go away. That's the discount code. That's all you're going to get. Because the question becomes, let me put it to you like this. If you... I'm on one today. I get it right. If you had, let's just say you had, um, you needed to go to the emergency room, right? Because you had uh, something happen and you needed an emergency, you needed, you know, emergency surgery or something like that. Are you focused on how much is this doctor going to cost? Because you know they about to hit your ass with a bill, right? How much is this going to cost? Can you... um, Give me the discount version of this surgery, the coupon version of this surgery, or no, 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 because you have a need right there and it's emergency. And so let me tell you what the problem is. The problem is you haven't quantified your pain enough to know what it's worth to get it taken care of, right? So for example, you know you and that man drifting apart. And you know that you losing sleep. And because you losing sleep, you're showing up tired, unfocused, can't focus on your work, can't focus on your business, not showing up as your best. And so maybe your work is suffering or your client service is suffering, right? Or you're losing time. Well, how much, if you quantify that, how much is that actually costing you? Y'all don't quantify your pain. Y'all don't quantify it, and so you don't know what 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 you need to be paying. Let me tell you how this was broken down to me. If you come to me, let's just say I'm just going to give you a business math equation and you are making $300,000 a year and you want to make a million dollars. You got a $700,000 problem, a $700,000 gap. So you need to be prepared to invest minimally 10% of whatever your challenge is into its solution. That is $70,000. So let me tell y'all how real coaching works. Real coaching works when you may have coaches for different areas. You may have a coach that they're really strong in strategy. You got somebody else that's really helping you over in operations. 
You got somebody else that does this because you are making the necessary investments to get to where it is that you want to go. Y'all come with a few dollars and you want you want all of this for your few little dollars that you have. The, the, the thing you need to figure out is how to develop the resources, the capital, the money for what it is that you say that you need and stop showing up to people trying to get them to come down. You come up. You come up. My clients have more than me than just a coach because I stay in my lane, right? But I can integrate the other coaching that they have from other people into the bigger picture and make it work. I'm not everything to everybody. And so I'm like, yes, go get that coaching over there. Go get it over there. It's beautiful. But the beautiful thing about my best fit clients is that they throw money at their problems. They throw money at their problems. They invest money into their problems because they know that it takes a, a in many instances, a multifaceted approach. And so I'm going back to the part about quantifying your pain. I had a client that we sat on a, on a call for 20 minutes and I saved her 32 grand, right? I, I, I understand. I'm saving marriages out here, okay? I have plenty of clients that would have been divorced had we not had certain conversations and I helped them see different perspectives, right? How much is your peace of mind worth to you? How much is somebody where you can come and unpack all your stuff, they don't look at you any different, help you put it right back together, and then you go right back out there and do whatever it is that you do. You don't quantify your pain, and so therefore you don't know how to quantify the value of what somebody is offering to you. But I will tell you what, y'all botch bitches can miss me. There used to be a time where, and I'm still this way, believe it or not, I'm still very much impact over income. It's not a money grab for me. But what I also understand is you're not, you, you're not about to play me. You, you, you're, not, you're not about to play me. Some of the best advice that I got when I first started coaching, Letitia, your prices need to either be free or premium. Nothing in between. Because free, when I choose to do something for no charge, I choose to do it because it's, it's either something that my heart wants to do something that I can see value and benefit in, and I'm choosing to do that, right? Other than that, the the price is premium. She's like, don't be in these practice, preneur, get your mind right, exposure circles, like all of this BS. She said, "It, it will have you just working against yourself. And She's like, increase your ask, ask for more. And I'm like, you know what? You are absolutely right. So yeah, I made some just real concrete decisions. And that means a lot of people, a lot of potential people, they fall off. And 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 I'm and I'm totally okay with that. Because when you when you marry your market, so to speak, or when you marry your kind, then you can say no to everybody else. There is a small segment of the population, if you will, that I'm the right fit for, right? But for those people, I am a no-brainer. Those are the only people that I'm interested in. Everybody else, kick rocks. I'm, I'm so serious, right? I don't, I, don't, I don't need everybody else. And so that lends me to something that I was reading. And I, I want y'all to really think about this. I was reading this and this lady was saying, she, she was, I said, I'm going to coin this term. She was talking about irrational generosity and how we are irrationally generous. 
with our time. We are rational, irrationally generous, and a lot of it is rooted in people-pleasing, and we're giving so much. And when we are giving so much, we're actually taking away from ourselves. You're giving so much for free, and you're struggling. Make that make sense. You're giving so much time, or you're giving so much of yourself for free, it, it doesn't make sense. Let me tell you something. Regardless of what package somebody has when they work with me, they they may get less of me and less access, but they don't get a lesser version of me. I'm showing up full-fledged regardless of how it is that you've engaged me, right? So I understand that about myself. That's why I'm in or out. And that's why my prices are going to reflect that because you're not going to get a diminished version of me just because we talking two times instead of right? So let's be clear. So it is up to you to protect your own interests and position yourself so you can show up and do great work in the world. But being irrationally generous, now I am a very, very generous person, but I'm not going to be generous to the extent that I'm suffering. No, 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 no. I'm going to prioritize and make sure that I'm good so that my position and the way that I'm giving It makes sense. I'm secured. And so I have the freedom. Some of y'all can't afford to give the time and the energy and the attention and the money and the services and all of the stuff that you're giving to people in hopes that you being this generous person, this good person, it's just going to lend itself to and come back to you. No, because it don't work like that. You got to be very intentional about what it is that you want to create, right? And so irrational generosity? No. Like I said, I will never stop being generous, but I'm very intentionally generous. I'm very intentionally generous, but I'm not about to work against myself and be given things that could otherwise serve me. So take some of your time back and give it to yourself and change your whole position, right? Say no, say no. Say no to these low budget coupon requests Elevate your game. Elevate your audience. Say bye to to botch bitches, okay? Say bye to that and just elevate and upgrade and be unapologetic about it. Like, you're not not new to this. You're not new to what it is that you're doing. Will you get, um, let me tell you, do you honestly think that I would care about somebody saying, prefacing their, their comments like, well, she does good work, but She's not cheap. That's a compliment. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because you know what happens when I see things that somebody is promising all of this value and the price in my mind is too low? I don't trust it. Because if you don't value you, and you, you don't value me. You think I'm about to give you me to take care of when you don't properly take care of you? When you don't see your own worth and command your own price, you think I'm about to give my business into your hands? No. And so what you think is like, I'm going to do this and people are going to work with me. People are not going to respect you. People are not going to respect you when you don't have your own boundaries, boundaries, as my mentor says, and you don't take care of your own business. People are not going to respect you. They may not say it. They may not absolutely say it but they won't respect you and they won't have the confidence in you that you can take care of theirs, right? So that's what I'm telling y'all. Like coupon and scarcity, I'm over it. Like, please. (laughs) It's just my daughter says the bar is in hell and 
We want everybody to come down where we are instead of coming up. Instead of calling yourself higher, instead of demanding something for yourself, you want to bitch moan and complain about why things are so hard and why things are so high and what's happening in the economy. Well, use the resources that you have to make a change. Use the resources that you have to do something different. Use the resources that you have to change something. And you know why some of y'all don't want to do it? Because it means changing you. Listen, nobody can save you from yourself. Nobody can save you from yourself, right? So, uh, that felt so good to get out. Anyway, all that to say, don't be afraid to raise the bar, to raise the standard. People always say, know your worth. Knowing your worth don't amount to a damn thing if there are not actions that follow it. Knowing your worth means what? What, what does that actually look like practically? Knowing your worth means there's boundaries. Knowing your worth means there's boundaries around your time, boundaries around access, boundaries around prices, boundaries around the shit that you tolerate from people, right? I always respect people that I know where it is that they're coming from. I don't have to like it, but when I'm clear on it and I have a clear boundary, I know how to navigate, right? I don't I don't need people. The, the people that I need to like me, I think they like me well enough, right? Every Everybody else, people who are hell-bent on misunderstanding me, listen, I, good, good luck with that. What I'm saying is, it, knowing your worth is nothing if, if it's just um, language and you don't actually do something with what it is that you know. So anyway, I love each and every one of y'all. Stop trying to coupon people when you don't want that energy coming back to you. And, you know, let's think about our boundaries. Let's think about our standards. Let's think about how we're showing up. And just, we, we can choose to, to be different. We can choose to be better. Share the podcast. Have a beautiful rest of your day.